Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. On today's show, Anna from Silicon Valley asks, is now a time to be investing in multifamily real estate? Surely there are deals coming up on the market. Well, Anna, this is a great question. Some people have adjusted their criteria in terms of what's a deal as the market has heated up over the past decade. I'm a believer that the criteria for investing should not change dramatically with market conditions. That's to say, over the last couple of years, as the market's gotten a little overheated, you shouldn't have adjusted your criteria downward. You shouldn't have softened your criteria, even though deals were more difficult to find. You want to be conservative in your underwriting, but the truth is virtually nobody under the sun who's syndicating multifamily apartment deals would have realistically designed a project to withstand the kind of economic shock we're currently experiencing. No rational risk manager would have assumed a continent-wide 75% drop in restaurant revenue in a five-week period. Nobody would have assumed a jump in the unemployment rate to over 20% in less than a month. The number of unemployed equals more than 33 million people unemployed. That's a real unemployment rate of more than 20.6%, the highest since 1934. Now, the fact is, investors want certainty. Lenders want certainty. And the process that both investors and lenders use is to point to history. But right now, the history isn't really giving us very good guidance. Imagine for a moment that any multifamily apartment building in the market gets treated like a brand new deal. You have a seller looking to sell, they're assuming the value is based on historical metrics, which are clearly no longer valid, despite the fact that that history might be no more than a couple of months old. The buyer, on the other hand, is looking forward, not backwards, at what is and what's likely to be the case in the coming weeks and months. Because these two perspectives are dramatically different, there's a wide gulf in expectations between the buyer and the seller on how to value a property. And it's going to take some time for both buyers and sellers to figure this out, for sellers to readjust their expectations of what their properties are really worth. Now, a lender performs three forms of due diligence, just like I believe any buyer should perform due diligence. They need to qualify the borrower, the asset, and the submarket. And all three of these require some history. But in today's market, there's no COVID-19 market seasoning. We don't have 12 months of history deep into this economic downturn from which to predict the future. The problem is there's simply no modern-day precedent for what's happened. A lender, when they lend you money, is asking one simple question. They're asking, if I lend you money, how am I going to get it back? How will I get it back if things go well? How will I get it back if things don't go well? They have 50 different ways of asking this exact same question. A key related question is whether things will go back to normal when the pandemic is over, or will there be a new normal that doesn't resemble the way things were in the past? Knowing how to value a property in this new normal is the key question. We simply don't have enough history accumulated to be able to say what that new normal is going to be. In the world of multifamily apartments, the demand is clearly there. It's the same as it was two weeks ago. Population is largely the same. Very few people have moved during this period of social isolation. So the demand really hasn't changed. But maybe what has changed is tenants' ability to pay. With 26 million job losses in a matter of weeks, combined with moratoriums on evictions, politicians calling for rent boycotts, 
the ability to pay is highly questionable. As investors, we're looking to buy assets that generate positive net income. Properties are generally valued in one of three methods. An appraiser will look at comparable sales, they'll look at replacement costs, and they'll look at multiples of net income. And most appraisers will use all three of these methods and typically choose the lowest of the three. And it's often the case that comparable sales are difficult to establish. There's simply not enough statistically relevant samples in a given area to have a meaningful comparable sale metric. Ultimately, it's the ability of the property to generate net income that determines the value for most investors. But when you've got high economic vacancy, such as we have right now, establishing the net income becomes difficult. It's going to take some time. Don't be in a rush. Your lenders are going to be looking for 3, 6, 12 months of seasoning before lending on a particular asset. And you know what? You should be looking for that as well. And as you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.